Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 86 No Filter Podcast. My name is Kyle Metz. I'm Daniel Botello. What's up, guys? I'm Nate Miller. Hey, everyone out there. This is the smooth, dulcet tones of Sam Weiner. <laughs> Can't you ever just say your fucking name? Okay. <laughs> That's what well, it looks like on my birth certificate. Well, let's get right on into catch up. How you doing, Botello? I'm doing okay. Um, <laughs> Tell me why. That's it. Nope. <laughs> done. Next. I, I will. Um yeah, uh, everything's fine. I'm chilling. Um, work is fine. Still getting ready for my road trip. I leave. I'll be gone. Um, not next Wednesday, but the Wednesday after that. So this is my second to last episode that I'll be doing for a while. Aww, um, I'll be back. Psych. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm I'm gonna be taking I think a, a bit of a backseat today recording. Um, my voice is like toast almost i had really bad allergies yesterday and it was like yesterday i was just sneezing my face off and then today i woke up and my throat's just all a mess so i'm gonna try not to it's a mess you don't even want to you don't even want to you don't even want to get into it bro um but yeah i feel like i sound like a frog so i'm gonna let y'all do most of the chatting today that's pretty funny because i did not notice a difference whatsoever (laughs) i feel like that's offensive to frogs yeah well, <laughs> now, God I, feel like I, I feel like just I feel like I face. thought Nate was coming in to swoop in and save me, and instead they both just doubled down and yep. <laughs> said "fuck you." It just doesn't seem fair. Poor defenseless frog. Like, right? He didn't ask to crook. I'm gonna murder a frog today now. Oh, oh, that's good. <laughs> Why do we hate French people so much on this podcast? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> okay, it's anyway, gonna be. Anyway, I think anyway, it's gonna be a little bit of a wacky podcast today. But wacky. Nate, how are you doing, Nate? Nate, let's hear it. Uh, I'm doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Sam. How are you? <laughs> I don't have much this week. Uh, okay. I'm here. So. Yeah. Nice. Thanks for that. Yeah. Let's thank you for that. <laughs> we didn't contribute at all to you being here. No. No. I wasn't thanking you. I was thanking me. Oh, cool. there you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dope. 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 Sammy. Hi. Uh, I'm doing good. Yeah. Um, I uh am starting a or I'm. Uh, being a part of a play that's probably going to be going up in the Fringe Festival. Mm, right. yeah, our first read this weekend. You found out uh, more about that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I found out what parts, what what words I have to say, that you're, kind of thing. You're not the tree? I'm not the tree. No, no, no. I'm uh, I i very excited for it. Um, I will, uh, I, I think I'll, I'll roll out some, some interesting tidbits of information as we get closer. Nice. Um, but uh, yeah, it should be fun. It's just going to be like a lot of, Friends, people I respect, and uh, hopefully it will be pretty low stress. So, um, yeah, it feels good to be. I mean, we've had one reading, but it feels good to be working on something again. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was kind of the probably the highlight of my weekend. Nice. Great. Yeah. Kyle. Uh, I stopped watching Game of Thrones for the week. <laughs> I realized that. You rehab. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, I realized that the reason why I wasn't editing and stuff like that is because I was prioritizing Game of Thrones over my creative works, which um, 
I was not down for this week. Probably next week I'll be down for it. But um, yeah, I mean, sometimes you got to take a break and yeah, exactly, and exactly, get inspired yeah. and stuff. Um, and yeah, I got inspired. I released a couple videos uh, this week already, and uh, I'm looking forward to making some more. So yeah, it's been Speaking a good week. Speaking of Dope. binge watching, I just realized something that I kind of left out because I I kind of did. Oh yes, I slapped my mic. Um, I kind of did what you did this week, where I didn't really get anything artistic done. But that's because I was binge watching the Umbrella Academy. Oh, on Netflix, actually, one, pretty yeah. dope. I didn't know yeah. what to expect, but yeah, I finished it. Last, I watched like five episodes last night. So How many stars it. do you give it? Um, out of like five, out of all the stars in the sky, out of all of out them. of all the stars in the sky, How I many give, give it. Um, I give it a solid like four million two hundred twenty-two thousand. So you nine. fucking Ugh. hate it? Yeah, man. I know, right? There's like a wow, <laughs> there's <laughs> a few billion. billions. Yeah. Wow. Sorry, I did, so like, the Umbrella Academy, Metallica <laughs> gives it like a point oh 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 one percent. And I, I give it a larger number. I just, I don't, I don't care today to, nice. to do that, to do that bit with you. Yeah, no, I was, I was trying to <laughs> catch you in a trap. Sorry. Um, anyway, uh, enough about binge watching. Let's get into our binge first listening guest. Yay. To our Yay. We're very excited to have a good friend of ours. Uh, we work with him. We play ball with him. We shake his hand uh cody. Like dog. cody cody g harrison everybody. cody g how welcome you doing? to the show doing great yeah thanks for having me here yeah so i guess the first thing we want to ask you is uh how was your week it was good no complaints yeah nice nice well we're off to a great start first thing, well, <laughs> yeah, I, no the first thing i wanted to ask is like what do you do with, for your hair because it's really nice what do you mean like do you do you use product or anything I just use shampoo and conditioner. Oh wow! Nice. Really? You don't do you don't do naturally any sort of luscious. Stuff? No, I used yeah. to. I used to blow dry it, and then depending on the day, I'd either use a volumizing spray. Or some some matte wax. He left paste. those days behind. I didn't even know that volumizing spray. spray was a thing. Do you but have sisters? You have the whitest of. No, I have three older That's brothers. That's why you don't know. Yeah, and most of them are bald. Ain't no volumizing spray to put in there. No, I have to use like a shit ton of like pomade. To keep my hair down because my hair is like super curly, kind of like you, Sam. My hair is starting to let just it, weird. Why do then? Why do you? If it's like mine, why don't you let the let the main? We can't flow. have two curly-haired, slightly bearded dudes who wear beanies on the podcast. All right, Delilah, stop trying to because everyone can see you guys. Right? I didn't realize this was a uh, volumizing hair podcast <laughs> tutorial podcast. Anyway, let's volumize this conversation. If you know what I'm saying. Um, wow, thank you. Really like thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. It's people like uh, you. I mean, you want us to it's people like you. I don't know. Uh, Cody, so you uh, you started off at our restaurant as a host. I did. Um, that's mainly what we want to talk to you about today, but you have graduated slightly since? Barely. Barely, yeah. There you go. Graduation. You yeah. get tips. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but he's still hosting too, right? All right. You I still mean, have so some of those shifts. Good point, good point. So it's yeah. like Juco. What? Like, Excuse you? College. Jesus, oh, guys. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> you are Jewish, so... It's like I, I went know. to the, Ju- it's like Juco, you know that company that we all work for. <laughs> we learn how to run the media and entertainment and banking systems in the entire world. Oops, can I, I let get, it out the bag. Can I get in on that? No. <laughs> we are um, now a hairstyle and conspiracy, <laughs> conspiracy theory podcast. <laughs> oh no, conspiracy fact actually. There you go. Uh, Cody, was this your first restaurant job? Real restaurant? Yes. Um, I previously worked in a fast food restaurant while I was in college. Uh, what fast food restaurant? Chick Fil A. Oh, nice. Where did you go to college? UCLA. UCLA. UCLA right. with Bruins. a Y and an E after it. Uh, how did you find that 
experience generally working in a fast food joint? Um, it was interesting. Uh, hours weren't too bad. I was working another job at the same time. So I would be pretty much at Chick-fil-A depending on the day from like anywhere from 8 a.m. to like 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I would close the movie theater usually. So I'd be there from like 6 to like 1 or 2 in the oh, morning. Oh, you worked at the movie theater? Mm-hmm. You fit in with the culture, huh? They didn't fire you. Like they didn't they fire, fire you Nate. like they fired Nate. No, I, I resigned. I have no shame. disgrace. <laughs> it's one of the worst disgrace. jobs I've ever had. You resigned? I failed a shop oh, because I had did. literally opened at Chick-fil-A the previous oh. morning. And so I'd been awake for almost like like 20 hours. I'm hearing you a lot got of shopped excuses. at a movie theater? Yeah. We, we would get, uh, they called them secret shoppers. Yeah, that's what we call the same thing. They have secret shoppers everywhere, bro. What? JCPenney. Costco. I'm, I'm like, a secret podcast like a, Was it like a big like AMC or like a Regal or was it like a smaller? It's called. It was called a Regency. They have theaters all over. Yes, but, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. We're um, familiar. Not not too big. Damn. Uh, I think they're owned by one of the majors now. Probably. Now I heard that uh, Chick Fil A actually treats its employees pretty decently for fast food. Is that? Yeah, it's uh, it's on par with like what you hear about In and Out. Yeah, they treat their employees. Yeah, like oh, they're, both, they're both Christian companies, aren't they? Yeah. Is it in and out? In and out. In and out. It's like on the bottom of the cups. And it's John Bible verses uh, printed on their shit. Yeah, we all know Trickle is very l- Christian. Uh, yeah, well, I hate to loop them together because of that. Because, right, you know, because side, sidebar, if you're going to be a Christian company, in and out is the way to do it. It's yeah. like, we're a company. Are we Christian? Yeah, sure. Chick-fil-A is like, we're a Christian company. Yeah. We're closed on Sundays. We're no, Christian we hate first. Christian people. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> they get enough cock on their own time. Oh. <laughs> so, Cody, you didn't feel any, like, moral... Uh, sort of a dilemma working for a fucking company like that. I'm just kidding. I did get pretty tired of the Christian music constantly playing. Ooh, oh, wow. Christian I've never been to there? a Chick-fil-A. So and I literally, I just drive through. Really? Yeah. I think I've been to a drive-thru a couple of times. I know that. I, I know the that. hate is what makes the chicken taste so good. Right, yeah. It tenderizes <laughs> it. It is really good. I Being will from say. Atlanta, I'm, not, I'm like joking, have. but oh, I'm also yeah. not joking. It's delicious. Oh, it's yeah. Really I've only heard good things about the food. Anytime, if you do ever go, Sam, you got to get frosted, which I call getting a, a frosted lemonade there. Ice cream and lemonade. God damn it. I've never felt so happy and so sick at the same time. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It's a dumb, those are dumb things to do together. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? That sounds, that's not dumb. Ice cream and lemonade together? It's a genius. Anyway, moving on. Cody, um, <laughs> so when you came out uh, to go to school in L.A., uh, and you got the, those two jobs that we're talking about. Were those your first two jobs ever? Or had you done like other stuff that just wasn't restaurant-based or anything like that Like when you were back home in Atlanta? I had had a summer job, and it was working on the night shift at an alcohol distribution warehouse. Yeah. Oh, my God. That sounds so In the oh, heart yeah. of Atlanta. Down there with the good old boys. I was the only uh, Caucasian person uh-huh. and was referred to as Snowflake. Oh this is a real God, thing that happened to me. This. Nice. Just long enough that we don't get sued. Yeah. There you go. Just so you can't quite tell what it is. They I, referred to I you work. as Snowflake. Yes. It Interesting. Was, and that it was, was a, I assume back before experience. that Snowflake was like a thing. That, Snowflake that was, meant a different thing. Right. It was just a, a term. It meant Cody G. Harrison. Like yeah. White strippers. And Cody. Pretty much. Yeah. And Cody. Yeah. There you go. Nice. So when you came out here, you worked at Chick-fil-A. That was done. You graduated from UCLA. How did you find the place that we work? Basically, I had been to the restaurant a couple times. Oh, okay. And nice. really was a fan of what was going on there. 
and I knew a restaurant job would work well for me moving forward. And I knew I wanted to kind of move into the Valley. And so it just kind of made sense. Yeah. I put in an application over the summer and they're like, we're not hiring. And then I get a call (laughs) literally a week later and they're like, you're hiring now. (laughs) Basically they, I went in for an interview and they hired me on the spot. Dope. I guess that's how hosts normally get, uh, get into the game. I feel like you don't really need to be a genius. I mean, you should Whoa. be a genius. I, I'm Shots just fired, bro. Just throw that. No, throw it's that a low bar. There, it's a low bar. Though, it's a low yeah. bar. Basically, well, yeah, what happened because... was they asked about my previous experience and were like, so how do you think that would help in terms of hosting? And I was like, well, this is easy. <laughs> but it was uh, funny because I was actually hired as a host and expo, but oh, was never given expo shifts. Dope. Damn. That's, never even trained at expo, huh? Nope. That's how they really is. But that's how I know they did someone else who they hired as a host after me. They told her the same thing. Dang. Mm, interesting. Shady. Well, shady, shady. And they're like, we really need you here and you're super good. That's the thing about hosts is that like you, you're good at your job. So they keep you there as long as they can. They also kind of lie. They say uh, because the hosts make about a dollar more per hour, a little less, the, but they don't get tipped out. But they say they don't tell you the margins of like getting tipped out at all. So mm-hmm. like if you're like me and you had no idea what was going on there. They tell you, oh, it all like evens out. You're making about the same as everyone else here. Incorrect. Yeah, I've heard it. Well, that was I forget who wildly it was on the podcast, inaccurate. But yeah. someone else said the same thing. I would be surprised to find a, like, I've heard some managers say some bullshit. I would be surprised if a manager wholeheartedly said to you, you're making the same as no, everybody I'm, else here. The, not, I forget who it was, but on this everybody. very podcast, someone else said that. Yeah. Like, the obviously not thing, as much as, like, oh, it'll servers getting tips, out. but, like, right. in terms of, like, bus and expo, they said it evens out. Well, because the whole allure of, of being a host in most places, and it used to be this way. I don't know how it all works out now where we work, but I know when I started... Host made like a dollar or a dollar fifty. It was a dollar because it was, but the but since the minimum but wage then the was minimum lower, wage went up, and so so I now remember when the minimum cents, wage first went up. Oh, so now they make fifty cents more. Yeah, because it didn't used to be that when the minimum wage first went up, and the servers and busters and all of us got bumped up to that new amount or whatever that was. They didn't move the hosts up too. No, they did. No, they didn't. I remember because Ashley well, someone, at the time oh, was yeah. still hosting. And her and I got into like this huge discussion. She's like, I don't know what to do. Like, this is bullshit. The reason that I'm a host is because I make a little bit more money. What's the fucking allure? What's the point? What's the bonus or whatever? Why would I do this job for the same amount of money while you guys are getting the same, paid the same and also making tips? Like, and you're on the front lines yeah, of like, everyone's what's, bullshit. What's the point of me oh, yeah. doing this? I can, I'm going to go. Maybe I'll go work somewhere someone. else. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I mean, eventually our place fixed it or whatever, but I know for a while there was a decent chunk of time where everybody was making the same hourly and all the hosts realized it. And they're like, what the fuck are we doing? Like when you guys are out there making the same amount as me and getting tips, uh, moral of the story is hosts don't always make the same fucking hourly. But some people like in that situation. And I know one of our old managers who was hosting, they like hosting more. Like they like being on those front lines. Um, like, do you like hosting Cody? Depends on the day. I like money, so not always, especially mm-hmm. since I'm pretty sure minimum wage is like 13 or 13.25 now, and I know hosts get 13.75. Yeah, I think it's 13.25. I, and I know, I know, sense. I know that's what hosts get hourly. Jesus. And so there's really no like point to it yeah. when I could be getting those better shifts. When you're the very first person too for all those bratty customers oh to come my up God, to. Sometimes they're just the worst. They Do you have up. any? Oh, go ahead. Like they'll just come up and you know you're like you're on like those like you said those front lines where like 
they're at their most like irate where like they're tired they're hungry and even like what i always said is like even if like i just sit them and get them waters and the server will be over in like a minute or two i know they'll be happier almost immediately because they're at least seated and they feel in their heads more accomplished like they're like they've crossed the barrier and so they feel happier marginally because they made it they're like okay yeah. now now i know that i'm for sure gonna get food here yeah and so they they tend to like loosen up a little after that and so that's a lot of times what i do is i'll go if like i'll i'll i always try to check in the server and see what they need and if they say like a minute or two, I'll wait maybe a minute and then seat them. And then I'll bring waters and like say like, okay, yeah, like here's what's going on. And just try and talk to them for like the minute until the server can get over to them. Yeah. Because then they at least don't feel like they're waiting and they're stuck and their yeah. kids are screaming yeah. and running They everywhere. get some communication so they don't feel like they're being like left out. Because I feel yeah. like most of the time when customers are like upset, especially when it's like a hosting situation, it's because they feel like they're being ignored or like they don't matter. And that's that it, it goes a long way to say like, you know, we see you. I take we want to take care of you. It's just unfortunately I'm dealing with something else, right? Yeah. Now. Yeah. Do hosts have a when you say that um, that you talk to them to make it go by or whatever before the server can get there? I know that we have a specific host that has like a two minute spiel. Do you have a spiel that you give every single time? I used to, but it was not so much a two minute stand up act as one of our other hosts does yeah where he repeats the same jokes to everyone yeah and the other tables can kind of look at him and be like wait we got that same joke too i but, agree uh especially when i first started they were pretty specific on what i needed to cover in like that minute walk or whatever to the table because you're a part of the shop right we are but only in a greeting that's the only thing okay. we get checked on which no one told me for about like two months and nice. so I was like, they were like High quality really, training. Yeah. High quality. <laughs> they were really specific on what I had to point out on menus and like other places, what I had to like point out to them and show them. Yeah. And so I would do that. And then once I found out I wasn't actually getting shopped on that, it kind of dropped off. Yeah. So I like, yeah. They I would, used to, when I was hosting, they used, they would tell us to talk about the food and beer pairing and we're like, well, isn't that the server's job? And they're like, oh, yeah, but, like, so I, I would rather them hear it twice than, like, not get it at all. We don't get the shop. And I was, and then I, when I became a server, I'm like, I don't want to repeat stuff. Like, we need yeah. some standards. That, like, if the table looks at me and they're like, uh, yeah. Yeah, you already told me that. A minute ago just told me that. Why are you spending another minute and a half of my life telling me that thing? Yeah. Like, that's something that's I'll, so... I'll go over if I need to like kill a minute while the server catches up. I'll go ahead and do the pairing for them. Yeah, yeah. But then, but then, I, I, the... but then I tell them that yeah, I've already done it. You're the... good. Yeah. Well, you got to read the table too, right? Like some tables want you to get to tell you all the spiel and all the stuff about the place. And some people just want to sit down and take yeah. your jacket off, go to the bathroom, when, order some water. When I go to restaurants, I personally don't like the host to talk to me at all. Like when they turn around and I'm walking to the table and they're like, how are you? I'm like, I, you don't care. <laughs> you, you don't also, what am shit. I going to tell you, you in this like them, 35 yeah. second walk yeah. at most? Yeah. But you got to humor them. Like, you know what? Because they could I'm be actually rude. not doing well. I guess. You got to ask yeah. people how they're doing. Even oh, if yeah. you don't care, I, I certainly don't fucking care. But I also know when I, my big detector, when I go to a table and I say, hey guys, how are we doing tonight? If they say, how are you? I go, Okay. This is going to be a good table, yeah. most likely. Not always, but most likely. If they go Pepsi or yeah. <laughs> anything other than, I don't expect them to actually mean it, but anything other than a how are you, mm -hmm. just for me to say, oh, I'm great, even yeah. though I'm not, 
what's going on? Because yeah. then at that point, I'm not a person now. I'm just the food dispensing. Agreed. Yeah. With legs and arms. Right. So yeah. I try to extend that courtesy to other people when I go out. I always like, even at like a table, like a counter service place, I always try to ask the guy. How are you doing? Yeah. How's your day? Yeah. And sometimes he's acknowledges me. Sometimes he's just like, what do you want? <laughs> it definitely throws me off when, uh, when I ask like a table, how they are or like a customer when I was hosting and then they don't say anything back. Cause I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, manners aren't cool. here. Um, okay. Uh, anyway, table for two, that'll be, uh, two hours. Get out of my face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like they, they walk so up and I'm like, hi guys, how you doing tonight? And they're like, uh, there's going to be 24 of us. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's oh, how we're going to do this. Yeah. Really hungry. And we have screaming kids. And 23 and of them are children. Yeah. Here. I see a booth over there. Yeah. There's like 12 of you. Yeah. You're not going to fit in there. Sh- no, we'll make it fit. Like, we'll, no, you fucking won't. You're going to pull up a bunch of chairs. Yeah. You're going to block Stand the whole way. The table. So I hosted for a while. And my, the thing for me that was like the skill that I probably valued the most and then what took me time to develop is that way of like politely telling people no because you run into that situation especially like for example slow season which we've been in where you are usually pretty short staffed just because it's not usually very busy and then the rush comes and everybody comes at once and they see oh you've got a bunch of open tables why why can't i sit and so you have to kind of navigate that answer of like oh i gotta pace the kitchen i gotta pace my server how do you do that thing yeah do you do you feel comfortable doing that now did it take you some time um do you do I'm that do you just say no fuck it. you yeah that's usually how i just go, I just go they're like oh can we sit there no fuck off uh, go somewhere else go somewhere. um but typically what i do is i either if they most people are actually especially right now during slow season i think they're kind of aware of the timing and so they know that oh like they might not be full staffed but usually i try and either keep it to like five minutes at most, especially since it's not been crazy. And so if they're on a wait, I usually try and get them sad as soon as possible. And so I always, like you guys know, I always offer to like help run food, run yeah. drinks, yeah, help everyone else catch up so that I can then seat them faster. And that's like another situation where like, I like to go get them waters and stuff to start them off. Yeah. And so they don't feel like they're stuck waiting when they can see empty tables, but when it's busy and they can see empty tables, it's fun to say no. I was really bad it's a, it's at like a power telling tables power no, or thing. telling people no when I was hosting. I was really bad at it. Yeah. Because like uh, when I first started hosting, I was in like the business district at the old restaurant that I worked at in San Diego. So people are coming in and these, these top notch business lawyer guys. And I'm like, no, sorry. Like we're on like a 20 minute wait. They're like 20 minutes. Let's make a 10. Huh? And I'm like, no, like can't like it's going to be 20 minutes. And then it ends up getting 10 minutes and I'm like, fuck it. And then they're sitting down already. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? I hate when people do that. They ever bribe you? Uh, no, they wouldn't bribe me. They would talk me into it somehow because they have all these fucking fancy ass degrees. Well, you're a people Jesus pleaser. Too. I'm a yeah. people pleaser. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, was- I want you to get your food. If there's a table open, I'll sit it. Being as when I was hosting, that was literally my favorite part of the job was saying no, because it's the only like shred of power that I had. Like, exactly lowest on the totem pole, and like what people like they can you know no one ever like screen everything. But, like you get they'll they'll get visibly annoyed. They'd be like, what? Well, why can't I sit? It's like, sorry, the servers are busy, and like I was always pretty blunt. I was never like rude and in their face, but. Yeah, uh, that was my favorite little, mm, mm, give me that power. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm in control of you now, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, you might make six figures, but you're not getting a sandwich. I'm making 13 yeah. No, I love that. I love that. Um, 
And, uh, you know, generally if you explain to people and you're like, Hey, like, you know, if you sit down, no one's going to see you, like see you in the next 10 minutes. And then they're like, well, why can't you just do that? I'm like, cause you'll get lost. Like you don't want that. You think you want yeah. that. You don't want that. Believe me, I'm helping when you When you out. sit down, you want to like have your dining experience begin yeah. and begin on a good foot. Like you gotta, if, you gotta craft that answer. Yeah. Well, we mm-hmm. want to provide you the best experience. And if I sit you now, it's going to take you a long time for someone to get to you. Also, my kitchen is a little bit behind and then your food's going to take a long time. So we're just trying to time things. Yeah. Out. But I mean, that's, I, but you can be, I, I was generally like more blunt than that. Like if, 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 you know, if, if no is not a satisfactory answer and then like, Hey, like no one's gonna be able to get to you is not a satisfactory answer. Then like, there's no pleasing this person. And then it's just like extra fun to fuck with them. That's how they'd always get to me though. Is I'd be like, the kitchen's backed up and they'd be like, Oh, well, we're just coming to get drinks. And I'm like, Oh, for sure. Yeah, cool. I'll seat you seat them and then the next thing i know i see food in front of them and i'm like you fucking old ass ladies you just bamboozled me yeah <laughs> well that's the thing i feel like uh like in that example you gave sam their perception of 10 minutes is not your perception of 10 minutes yeah. as a host because you're operating in reality <laughs> they're operating <laughs> actual on time. time they're operating yeah. and they sit down and if like 45 seconds goes by and no one actually comes up then they're like okay what the fuck is going on yeah. it's like bitch i told you 10 minutes i fucking told you i yeah. wasn't lying started you, said you wanted homie. this so it's so true like if they're on a wait and i tell them like 40 minutes they have no concept of time whereas i can literally see the time yeah, yeah, yeah how yeah. many yeah. minutes they've in, been yeah. waiting and they're like yeah you said 40 minutes and it's been an hour and i'm like Ma'am, it's been 23 minutes. I have it right here. Like red digital clock, like right at the front of the host stand. That's like counting down with the seconds and milliseconds yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, see, well, if you look here, <laughs> um, it's been two minutes since you came up to the host stand last. I was going to say, but then that's the catch 22 of hosting sometimes because then it say you were to do that. And then like, then you have the dreaded like quote time where you say yeah it'll be 20 minutes and then you have somebody fucking wait in once that shit hit 20 minutes like where's my fucking table and yeah like, it's gonna be 10 it's more minutes i'm sorry <laughs> that's but why even, you overquote you, yeah but even in that like case water? even in that case i'd be like look especially if you're getting like 20 God 30 minutes it, it's generally because and this is why sam's not a host anymore yeah it's look, no, look, no, it's generally hey, because the restaurants. Really what do you busy. want? A table? Huh? A table? <laughs> if the quote, if the quote time is you know ten minutes and then it's like fifteen, that might be like a server thing. But if it's if we're talking like 25, 30 minutes, it's because the restaurant's full. So if they come up and they're like, uh, "You quoted us twenty five minutes, and it's been twenty five minutes," I'll be like, "Look upon ye full tables and despair. There's nowhere for you to sit. What do you want me to do about that, that's it?" That's when you walk them back to another table and you say. Time's up, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, I just <laughs> throw one knife on the hey ground guys, and I'm like, I, I told these it. guys 20 minutes. Put them on. Like, the fuck out. So I, was, I always tell them to just go walk around and just glare at people until they get up. There you you go. take them to one of the big tables that's not full, and you're just like, can you guys just slide down just a little bit? Yeah, yeah communal tables are just a thing, this, you know? call this a new table. One of the things that I always found with hosting is that um, I'd get servers that would get mad at me too for like little things, like if I did accidentally double seat them. Um, which hold was on, hold on. normally let me, let me an accident. It was there. normally There's an no accident. Fucking accident. I was like, how did you seating? accidentally double? Because seat? someone talks me into wanting that certain so booth. It's not a fucking I, accident. That's you being bad at your job. Yeah, I was being bad <laughs> okay. at my job. Just so but, we're clear. But do servers ever get mad at you for anything? Like, I mean, have you had? Do not servers not ever get sense. mad at you for anything? Yeah. Not, not to brag, but not really. Not really. Uh, nice. I mean, I know I've gotten mad at you once, early, like a couple, one or two once. times. But that was like when you. I remember he, it. He wrote what it down happened? in his diary. And that was, really? Do you that remember was, it? Do another. I, I do. Ro- when that we had Robbie those, on, uh, Robbie had a story that I didn't remember. <laughs> I got in a fight with him too. It's because so. you just black out in a rage. <laughs> Wait, I want to hear this story. It wasn't even. It wasn't even bad. It was just one of our 
managers who likes to come out and run the host mm-hmm, stand mm-hmm. but not communicate anything yes was unaware that i had just sat patello and decided to seat him again as i was literally walking back to the host stand to put in that i had sat him and as i'm walking back he is walking back to the back of the restaurant with another party and, and seats him like, in his section and uh, then i'm like what oh. did you just do what, what you did done? you just do? What did you do? Patello's and gonna Patello come at me. Looks at me from across the restaurant and goes, We need to fucking talk. <laughs> oh my god. And so I go over and I'm like, you know how he gets. <laughs> did we did we squash it there or was I still mad at you? No, that was it. Alright, cool. I was I'm, just like, yo, I'm that's my bad. Person. I need to tell the manager how to do the job that he's attempting to do. Right. I feel like that actually happened. That literally just happened to me like a couple weeks ago. It wasn't a manager, but uh, I think the host sat me and then she went to go do a restroom check. And then another, this is what pissed me off in this scenario. I don't know. Feel free to speak to this too, Cody. It's one thing when a manager does it. It's another thing when another fucking server does that shit. Cause so the host sat me, then she went to go do a bathroom check. And then the server was like, I guess at the host stand or was walking by the host stand and talked to these people and kind of pulled a Kyle and like, didn't know how to tell them like, let's not call it pulling a well, Kyle. She was like, but... she, I think it was more of like something like she didn't know how to work the wait time system or give oh, them a, gotcha. a buzzer or whatever. So she's like, I'll just seat you. But what pissed me off is she didn't just like seat the table. She didn't seat herself. Yeah. She sat another server section. Say, oh, so no. then she double sat me. So I was like, what the fuck is going on here? So then I yelled at our host. Uh, I wouldn't actually I take that back. I didn't yell. I, I had a stern question about what was going on. Did you use uh, hand gestures? No, but she wasn't happy about it. Oh. <laughs> so if that gives you any clue to who the host oh, was. <laughs> oh. So uh, that was a little bit of a heated discussion. But it's all good now, I think. That's weird. I feel like normally if a server has the free time to go up to the host stand and talk to people, they usually will just take the table for themselves. That's what I thought too. Yeah. That's why when she, that's, that's why I asked the server then when I found out what happened. Depends on the She's table, like, yeah, though. I panicked. I that's didn't know. True. I didn't know what to do. So I just sat on And I was like, why didn't you see yourself? She's like, I don't know. I didn't want them. I, I didn't like, want to be so selfish. You gave them to me. <laughs> That's what I would so. have said. If I greet some people up at the front, I'm not taking them. Especially if That's I have true. control over that in that situation. Sorry, buddy. Dude, does that They're going to someone else. Usually, what I find is if like I know Sam will do this too. Like uh, if like the someone is out there waiting and the server goes out and talks to them, I'm me or the whoever the other host is usually like on our way back to there right, and we'll right. be there within like a minute. Yeah. yeah. So I, I just always, say, hold tight here. He'll be right back. She'll be right back. Yeah. Sometimes try to, and then yeah. I, like the host will be right with yeah, you. The only time, yeah. The only time I'll say people is if I am taking them. Right. Like if right. I, yeah. and, exactly. if, and if the same thing happens where it's like, I just, uh, you know, they, they're like, Hey buddy, we, we've been standing here. What's going on? And they'll be like, well, I'm not taking you. Was, but I'm Al, also not was Al Capone at the host? Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, buddy, buddy. Hey, what's hey, going buddy. on here? Hey, I'll just uh, slip you a shiny nickel if I get a good table. <laughs> I'll stand up there. I have had people do that. So especially especially money. a nickel yeah. or well, no, not a nickel, but they what? will, they will try and like, uh, they'll do like the old like handshake and they'll do, uh, they'll have like a 10 or a 20. And I think like, my, honestly, how, my how's that wait time looking now? Did I tell my shack story already? No. Did I really? Shaquille no, O'Neal? I, I thought I did I'm that. Sure so when remember. I was hosting before at Chili's. Chili's. You want to take a shot? Take a shot. Work the Chili's. Cross that off your bingo okay. boards. So Shaq came in on like, it was like a super busy Friday night. Mr. O'Neal, yes. Shaq came in with his family and his wife, who was like a third of his height. Young Sharif. Don't ask me how that works. Like, they had like six kids. Dude, so it's like a party of eight, right? On Friday night, we're on like a 30 minute wait. Um, he comes up, hey man, 
I want to get a table. How long? So wait. I'm like, let's uh, get a pressure. It's like an hour, dude. I'm sorry. Like, I know you're Shaq, but <laughs> we're slammed. He's like, you know, let me know if you can do something for me, okay? I'm like, all right, sure. So I go back to my manager, and I'm like, you want to Shaquille O'Neal is here. <laughs> well, like also too at that time, remember it's chilly, so they had we had like the Lakers jerseys up mm-hmm. in like the oh. main like oh, display shit. stuff. So like you can't have him just be like standing around. Yeah, waiting yeah. for a table. My manager's like, all right, well we'll see what we can do. I found a table that we could push together. Somebody had gotten up recently. I pushed them to to make a bigger table. I uh, told him, okay, it'll just be about like twenty minutes. He's like, cool, thanks. Go walk him over to the table. They all start sitting down. He's like, thank you very much, man. I appreciate that. Shake my hand. I'm like. What? <laughs> shake my hand. So I go to shake his massive hand, <laughs> and he slipped me forty bucks. Me two nice. oh, which I wouldn't I, you just I, shake his hand time, anyway. I was like, shit, because I was scared. Yeah. What do you think he was gonna do? I don't know, but he's it's, a big dude. Bro, honestly, when you anytime sit I, people as a host, they're never like, thanks for the table, man. Yeah. Like, anytime a handshake starts with shake my hand, it's a little <laughs> sketchy. Yeah. 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 It, it <laughs> was like, and if he had just like put his fist out for a dap or something, I'd be like, all right, cool, word, respect. But he was like, big ass. Like he could have Shake crushed my, my face. With ever that since, hand. Uh, like, ever since people used to like do those shockers in their hand. Yeah. Do you remember that? I don't. Any if Shaquille O'Neal would have said that to me, I would have said, "Nice prank, dude." <laughs> yeah. But I'm not about this. I'm not falling <laughs> yeah, for that. You would have yeah. been on forty bucks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You yeah. missed out on forty <laughs> what, bucks. What I was gonna Jackson say hand. is, I I don't know if I've ever really communicated this. Not because I don't like want to like ha- have it happen a lot, or whatever. But like if a if someone slips a host more than ten bucks, they can the host can see me. If I have a table, I don't care how busy I am. Oh yeah, because that yeah. means that you're gonna make some money, right? No, Is that well, no, it's more just like, dude, that's like an hour of work. Like I'm a host, and I'm like, if people want, oh like, yeah. this is America. If people want to pay, yeah, I agree with that shortcut, too. Yeah, dude, more power to you. And so I don't, I don't know if I made that explicit, but Cody, if you're ever hosting and someone like slips you a twenty, and they're like, we want to sit right away, and I have like, I just got quadruple set, I don't give a fuck. Sit. Yeah, but I feel like because I'll just give them shitty service. I don't I, care. <laughs> Wouldn't it be really easy to get caught in that? No, I, I've had managers at the place we work have also said, like, I, I don't know how explicit it is, but like, they're like, you know, because I think someone was like telling a story like, yo, this guy tried to give me 20 bucks. And one of our managers was like, did you take it? You should have, you took it, right? Like, yeah, I guess it depends trick? on the manager. Who cares? I, like, this mean, yeah. I, wouldn't mean trust, I wouldn't fucking trust them. Yeah, well, yeah, it's yeah, one thing for I, them to say that. It's another thing for them to Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. It. But like, I basically, I'm like, yeah, this is amazing. So your message to the hosts out there is make that money. Make yeah, that money. Absolutely. Get that grind. Hustle. It's literally like an extra hour. Capitalism. Like that means a lot. Yeah, that know? makes sense. Yeah, right. Trick and is when you uh, you overquote them. And so then if they try and slip it to you, you're like, I can make this move faster, knowing yeah. it was going to move faster yeah. already. Wow. I mean, you're God do what damn you're it, do. he's a genius. Break the but system. like you can't. But the thing is, you're never right gonna there. like solicit a. Like you can't be like, hey, for a little bit extra, I can yeah, get you can. No, I never. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, and I feel like at the place we work, it's not like Morton Steakhouse. There's not like there's not that many of our clients. Great, now they know like, that we don't work there. Well, it's important steakhouse. Even the the is psychology. Is I mean, it's a it's expensive steakhouse. We went to Morton's. You don't remember? Morton's is like, oh like shit, that's what that was. Steak. I didn't pay attention. Like yeah. what the name of the place? Yeah, that was pretty nice. Yeah. yeah. So I'm saying, I'm just saying, like there's like there's a pretty small sliver of our clientele that would actually even consider that's very true. A bribe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, we get a lot of families. Yeah. Most most people rolling in with like two strollers and a toddler aren't like. But like Yo, for everyone out there, let me give forty bucks for to this non- thing that's not my meal. For our yeah. non-industry listeners, like if you are, regardless of whatever situation is, if you have a bunch of screaming, you know, kids that are desperately hungry, like you know, a little Don't bit of grease in. makes. The I would say that's even better. that's even a good move to do on a first date. 
Like just mm-hmm. slip the host yeah. twenty bucks, but make sure she that's but make sure she sees it. it. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. I feel like on a first date, though, sure that's a, a risky. That's a yeah. that's a risky move. That's a risky it, move. You, if you slide the host to twenty dollar, you try that, and the host is like, "What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, man? Like, we don't do that here." And if now I, you look like a fucking no, now you look like you're no. like, baby. I'm trying to take care of you. Yeah. I feel like I feel like you look. Or bad. you could just make a reservation ahead of time and that's not have the to. to <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'll probably <laughs> do that. Nah. Hey baby, <laughs> I, uh, I didn't make good this. plans. Yeah, that's hey what baby, I, did, I care about you so much that I'm winging this on the fly, and now I'm gonna. What I do? Plus, I'm already spending like a hundred bucks on dinner on a first date. I don't Damn. need to add another twenty. Hell I'd yeah, make bro. a reservation. Rachel girl. It's a lot. I'd yeah. make a reservation. Could, no, a couple drinks, and then I'd slip the money anyway. Appetizer, dessert for a first date. Yes, bro. No, we're getting tacos and horchata. Nah, no, that's second date. No, that's fr- if she's not down for tacos. No, and no, 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 no. <laughs> she's ordering second off date. The second date's menu. Monster Jam. Second date is Monster Jam. Third date, Space well, Jam. I didn't talk about that. But yeah, like, I was just saying, that was one of your updates. That's it. Moving on. There you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, on that note, I think uh, we're going to wrap that topic up. I think we, we covered it pretty extensively. Got some good uh, insight into a little bit of the hosting world. Uh, we're going to go into a quick little ad break to hear from our sponsors, uh, and then we'll be right back. This week's episode of the 86 No Filter Podcast is brought to you by Stamps.com. Stamps.com is there for you when your closer is being so annoying, wanting you to refill every salt shaker and spit shine the booths. With Stamps.com, you can get personalized stamps for your checkout that you can pass on to your manager with confidence as our expert counterfeiters can replicate any closer's handwriting so you can get the hell out of there. Don't worry about the silverware you didn't roll or those ketchup bottles with all that nasty shit on them. Stamps.com, helping you pass the work on to some other sorry bastard. All right, and uh, that was a word from our sponsors. We want to give a shout-out to all of our sponsors. Also, all of our listeners, if you are listening to us, uh, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Anchor, uh, Apple Podcasts, whatever, please uh, give us a subscribe, give us a like, five stars, leave us a comment. We love to hear from you guys. We want to know how you're enjoying the show so far. Yeah, Uh, and actually, it really does help if you... uh, do leave a comment. Um, it just helps with the algorithms and stuff. So yes. if you have the time to do five stars. How'd you say that word? Stars. Algorithm. You gotta okay. respect the algorithms. 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 Coming straight at you really hot. Global warming is real. It's man bear pig. Algor Algor twenty twenty. Guys, it's super cereal. Okay. <laughs> I just no, thought, I just nobody. thought it, no, 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 I don't know. I got it, but then I also had no a mental image of a bowl of cereal with a cape on it. I'm super cereal. <laughs> and it's it's my new superhero coming at you, Dark Horse. That's comics. a good one. Poor <laughs> <Dark> Horse. <laughs> shout, All right. Shout me out. So, Bro, you watch the Umbrella Academy? Is that is that in the Resident Evil universe? No. Okay. Then I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Are we rolling back? <laughs> okay. Uh, working in the industry. We're Capital gonna, we're gonna I. Time industry. for another round. In the industry. Oh yeah, another round. The entertainment yeah. industry. So I'm sure if you have uh, been listening, you know that we are located in L.A. and um. Although LA is known for its fantabulous restaurants, it's also known for something else. Hollywood. Yes. I don't know if you guys knew that. I I was vaguely aware. That's where movie magic gets made. Yeah. Whoa, I magic. accidentally moved here. Is that what that is supposed to Yeah. Well, where I'm, they make I'm, those black and white movies. I'm in the perfect spot right? then. Yeah, exactly. Say, it's super easy to get famous here, dude. Like, dude, it's you're probably sick. Gonna, we're probably going to go to lunch after this you're and gonna like get someone's going to ask you if you've ever, if, if you've I'm ever like had Shaquille a headshot, O'Neal. and then you're going to go back to their apartment and they've never been to before. <laughs> yes, but then you're then I'm gonna be money. a star. But then you'll be famous. You'll be a star, bro. Dude, um, I'm in. Videos all over the internet. 
so yeah, so this is uh, sort of being because uh, Cody, you are a uh, someone that's trying to get into the industry, like many of us on this podcast. Is that is that true? Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah, All you right, went to fantastic. UCLA for acting, right? Yep. Nice, nice. How long have you been acting? Um, really, forever since I was. I remember like my first play I did, and I was like six. What since was the you... play? It was a church Christmas pageant, but it counts. Nice. Who did you oh, play? Yeah. Sponsored by Chick Fil A? Uh, no. Not that Sponsored one. Sponsored by <laughs> Although in Georgia, you'd think everything was. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty basically like your classic like Christmas story, but it was from the perspective of like the mice in a church. Whoa, groundbreaking. Where Whoa. Uh, a grandmother is telling her grandkids the story. Grandma. I was so one of the, the grandma, I was mouse. One of grandma the, mouse. Grandma mouse, yeah. So you okay. were a little mouse? I was grandchild mouse. Wow. Uh, <laughs> were you number one, two, or three? There's only two of us. Okay. So you're Male and three. female. I was going to say guy and a girl. Oh, okay. yep. Classic. Classic Chick-fil-A. Oh, seems a little racy for Christmas. I just want to say. I want three dudes and a baby. <laughs> I just want to say that uh, I definitely got my start as Joseph in the Christmas pageant. I think when I was first, in Yeah, I grade. did a Christmas pageant. You got cucked, by like God. That. I did, yeah. What is this Christmas pageant thing? It's like a Christmas show. It's like a A pageant is like a, it's just, like a beauty competition. No, that's oh. what they call it for some reason. Yeah. 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 A Christmas pageant. From Read the Bible. Take it's because no Christmas one's really play. acting. The book, They're all just kind of walking. It says what a Christmas pageant Oh, I was... I wanted to hear what you were saying about the pageant. No, I think like a, what he means by Christmas pageant usually, at least when I was growing up at, at church or whatever, it's like there'll be like little sketches. There's always like songs, like um, so it's like um, a, a Christmas variety show, sort of. Yeah, yeah. And Hosted then by but Jesus. Then there's always like the sermon at some point in there too. But I played like little sad boy. That was my like first role. Lil sad boy. Lil sad boy. Nice. Yeah. He's a rapper. And I was also yeah. yeah I was is a. Groundbreaking story about a young white kid in Los Angeles who, through the power of Christ, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Shut I don't know where I was like, wait, is no, this I just played like this. Really, I didn't have any lines. I was probably like six years old. But my dad, I don't know why I put dad in quotes. It was my dad. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was like going. He had to like father. go away for work for Christmas, and so he like we li- we broke the fourth wall, bro. He walked off the stage and like walked like through the pews out to like the door, like through the audience, and then I just had to stand on stage and like watch him go and look real sad. But apparently, I killed it. So. Damn, little sad boy. I'm not saying I'm a star, but catch up. No one me. else is either. <laughs> your your first role was your dad leaving you. Yeah, <laughs> but I crushed it, dude. Right there, you go. It it kind of built, I guess, all your acting and writing work from then all, on yeah, to it's now, all right? Stemmed from yeah, that, honestly. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so, Cody, uh, so you moved out here to study acting. Um, did you always know you wanted to do that? Did you always know that you wanted to come to LA to do it? Like, how did that all kind of happen for you? I, I pretty much always knew I wanted to pursue acting. Um, it's really all I've ever wanted to do. Um, yeah, like even like looking back, like it was all I really thought about, like from like elementary school on. Yeah, I was like nothing else really. Did you always know fun. you wanted to like go to school to study it? Did you know where you wanted to go to school? California, New York, Chicago. I was looking mainly at like California, like L.A., New York, Chicago. Smart um, man. And then I looked into New York, and it was just really cold. Yeah. And it seemed great, but then it was like just I knew I wanted to be to do more film, and so okay. I, I was looking yeah. at L.A. Be the LA. heaviest. Although, is it interesting? Going back home or being from Atlanta now, because now so much stuff shoots in Atlanta. Yeah, right. All the fucking time, movies and television. Walking shows, Dead's everything. always there. I know that. 
Yeah, they all the Marvel film. shit. Like yeah. they're always in Atlanta. Yeah, they got the uh, the Pinewood Studios, which is in like I think it's like about an hour outside of the city. And then uh, Walking Dead, they'll actually shut like that first set. At one of the I think it was the end of the first season episode where he's like walking through. It's really downtown yeah. Atlanta. Yeah. They shut down like the city blocks for like almost a week. Damn. Damn. You guys know why all that happened? When tax they changed break. the tax law in LA, oh, right, so they, right, 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 they right. stopped giving tax breaks. Yeah. Well, they stopped shooting out that's here. That's why everybody I think shoots in Toronto and shit too. I think they're yeah. starting. They're trying to take it yeah. away in Atlanta now too. Uh, it's changing, yeah. Because it was in Louisiana before Louisiana. and stuff like that. There's yeah. a lot in uh, Wilmington, North yeah. Carolina. But also, Carolina. yeah. Well, a lot of those states are having to restructure because, especially like Atlanta, got a huge influx of people because of the industry that was there. True. But now it's changing, and then also in LA, we they've reinstated those tax breaks, so a lot of and not to get like super in, involved in this weird tax stuff but the problem was that there was like a race to the bottom these states and counties offering lower and lower or higher and higher tax breaks so you'd get the business but you were offering su- such amazing incentives that you were losing money on like you're just the giving money away good, for yeah. free which is like a promise that it'll it'll boost your economy but you're giving so much money away that it's yeah exactly not sustainable um i did want to bring it back because this is a restaurant podcast uh to kind of talking about the relationship between the restaurant industry and the industry industry, mm-hmm. just kind of like keep it a little bit uh, in that realm. Um, and I can open this up to everybody, but we'll start with Cody. Like why, what about the restaurant industry like draws so many people? And it's going to seem obvious to some people, but other, other people might not have any idea. Like why is like, why is the stereotype, the actor server or, you know, all starving that? actor. Goes yeah. To like what, server. what, what about the, these industries kind of go together? Well, do we think, I think, a lot of it stems from like just flexibility on hours. Um, you could re- like you'll get a lot more money typically working like night shifts in restaurants than you would like get during the day because you just gets just busier. And then that leaves your days kind of free to do auditions, make your own videos, sell tapes, whatever you need to do. And then one of my favorite things is just talking to the people. I think it's a good way to work on accents and characters. <laughs> nice. I would do that at the host oh, yeah. stand sometimes and just like throw on an accent. Hi, how you doing? I'd usually be two. either British or Irish. <laughs> yeah, that which is always funny time. when an oh, actual you British fucks. person you want to get was there. Fucking, yeah, you get some fucking beers and fucking trying to get some Here's sandwiches. Your Hi, how are you? Welcome. Why don't you have a seat over there? We're on about a five-minute wait right now. I actually have a funny nice. story. At the old restaurant I worked at, I would do the same thing. It was a counter service, so it was like easy. And uh, I was working with a friend of mine, and he was like hosting. And the way it was like the host would take your order, and then you'd come to this counter and like pay and get extras, whatever. So I was at the cashier. He was hosting, and this Australian person came in. And I'd been doing an Australian accent on and off for like a couple of weeks. And he's like, and he's like, oh, you're Australian? Hey, my buddy's Australian right over there. And he points oh. at me, and I'm like... Oh great! Here it is. Um, that's that's the worst. Yeah. Um, so they uh, they came up and they're like, you know, uh, now I'm trying to do an Australian accent. I can't do it. But oh, don't get nervous. I'm say it was so first are you question, from Australia? Are you from? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm I'm from Australia. And they're like, where are you from? And I'm like, Melbourne. Because that's the only city <laughs> I know. And they just go, no, you're not. And I'm like, nah, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> do you want some fries with your order? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like uh, I definitely agree with Cody for sure. The, the flexibility in hours. I feel like more, or yeah, I guess more of to me of what it is is j- like just general bang for your buck. I mean, mm-hmm. um, the schedule is. It's not necessarily to me. It's not necessarily flexibility of hours. It's the fact that you work at night and auditions are in the daytime. 
They're so, supposed to be. They're supposed to be. Okay. Yeah. Jesus. Um, if you've been auditioning so, at night, you should probably check what it's I get, for. I get yeah. so many. No, I get so many auditions that are like 530 yeah, in 530. Santa Monica. It's like, like thanks. What the, what the fuck are we cool. doing? Yeah. You need two hours to get there. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think it's more of like uh, just the way that the way the scheduling works and that a lot of uh, the busy shifts, like the shifts where you're going to make the most money are not just at night, but they're on the weekends. Weekends. So yeah. none of that shit's going on. Um, but really, I mean, for me, dude, it's it's the money, man. Like the money is good. Like it, it's for those who don't know, like paychecks in the fucking service industry, at least for like servers and bartenders, they don't mean shit. Like I've gotten paychecks that are like three dollars before. So you make your money off tips. But if I work like a decent like five hour shift and I make a hundred bucks, which isn't even really that much for at least the place where we work or for me, that's like 20 bucks an hour. Yeah. Like, yeah, dude, that's pretty good. And yeah, you're getting your hourly on top of that. Like, say I make, I get some really good tips. I, make I mean, I two hundred dollars, and then I'm like, I'm like four I've definitely, I've definitely applied to jobs at like Sony, Universal, Paramount, and stuff like that. That would be like nine to five jobs, and the starting salary is not as much as I'd make. Exactly. And I would not be able to audition. Yeah. yeah. So it's like the the bang for your buck. You can kind of get trapped almost in it. So if you are trying to move forward in like writing or like trying to be a PA somewhere so you can move up in that industry, then I definitely say do that. I don't know what you're talking about. I've only been working for four years and I feel like it's been 15 minutes. (laughs) I'm dying inside. Sorry, continue with your point. Um, The point is that uh, if you're making your own stuff, if you're just trying to audition and be an actor, then the restaurant industry is definitely for you. But if you're trying to be more behind the scenes, I feel like you need to get that real job or that work that is happening during the day. Yeah, I feel like if you're not, for the most part, this is a broad generalization, but if you're not trying to be in front of the camera or, like, on stage, then that's, like, a whole different thing because, like, there are, there, I mean, there are internships and, like, fellowships and stuff for actors, but that's not, just not generally the way it usually works, whereas, like, if you want to do editing or you want to be in pretty much anything like quote unquote behind the scenes like you need an apprenticeship you need a you need a you need a, a pa gig a pa or, yeah. gig yeah you need an internship and a lot of those are usually unpaid which is a pain in the ass but it's like you got to do you have to pay your dues in a different way um that's not just i feel like as an actor paying your dues is kind of just grinding just auditioning you know maybe you're taking classes you're doing all that kind of stuff especially nowadays you're cr- maybe creating your own content like that kind of stuff um, but that's not really how it works. No, there's I feel like for there's definitely in my experience with friends that are doing, you know, writing or editing or stuff like that. Like it's a much more stable, uh, path, like ladder up. Yeah. You do have to put in your time, but like after two years, you know, that you're going to get like, like, yeah, if you know, if you know what you're doing and like forward. you're a good worker, like, you know, you're not an asshole, you will get a job somewhere, right. you know, even right. if it's not at the place that you're paying for, like they'll like everything in this business in LA runs on relationships and mm-hmm. referrals and that kind of thing. So if somebody co-signs with you, you're pretty much good. Um, acting is a total fucking crapshoot. And, totally. uh, yep. and so, yeah, like the, the, I think that like the sort of instability of the restaurant, the kind of like stable instability, and then obviously married to the, uh, uh, acting world. Cause like, if you do get a job, like, and you have a, you know, you do get an acting gig and you do have a job, you know, you have a regular nine to five or even, you know, even a regular, you know, graveyard shift or something, but they're like, oh, this is an overnight shoot. Like, 
you might you that might cause friction whereas in the service industry it's like yo i'm not coming into work like yeah you might someone switch shifts with someone switches shifts mm-hmm. or you, like the worst comes to worst you just like let your management know they're like hey i'm I, not coming I'm, in. yeah i'm not coming in i'm th- this is my career this is what I, my passion is and i'm and i'm getting paid you know however much for 12 I feel hours like, like i'm sorry to put you in this position but like i'm not gonna be there so i feel like especially where we work though people are more willing to help each other out because we all are trying to be in the acting industry. Um, One of the servers, Alicia was telling me that, um, that all the other places that she's worked, it has not been that way. It was like, yeah, I'm an actor. Yeah. Like I'm trying to be a writer. I'm trying to be a director. I'm trying to do this and no one's helping each other out. Cause like, so competitive yeah i was yeah, like that's super I'm strange not shocked <laughs> yeah i don't super strange to me because i'm all about helping everybody out yeah, you know exactly yeah Cause that's because you're the guy that will double seat a server to like make someone <laughs> happy <you. laughs> Thanks, Kyle. the other i mean hey, i'm making you more money <laughs> to play devil's advocate for that like there, there's nothing more frustrating than finding out that especially like a coworker that you like or something is an artist and like they're not good and then, and then yeah. you have to deal, deal with, with it. Yeah. yeah. Because I mean, I've definitely interacted with people where it's like, you say you're a comedian, you're not funny. Yeah. Like at all. Stop looking or, at me when or, you say this. Or you, <laughs> or, uh, or, you know, people who say that they write songs, they've sing and like you hear their music and it's like, yeah. nah, we're not gonna, I don't, I don't want to be around you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I, you know, Stop I can asking kind of, me what you think. Yeah. I mean. I think for us, uh, you know, we are in a small store, so I think it it push, pushes people to be closer. And I actually think we most of the people that we have that do artistic stuff, I think, are talented. So I think that kind of lends mm-hmm. it to people wanting to kind of collaborate. Yeah. Um, but I could definitely also see being in a place larger and having more mix of people where, like, there's some people you fuck with. Yeah, let's hang yeah, out. Yeah. Let's work on some shit. And there's other people where it's like, all right, I'll see you when I clock in, and then when I yeah. leave, don't talk to me. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, uh, again, like going back to Sam's kind of question, excuse me, question a little bit before about like, what is, why is the stereotype of the server like restaurant thing? I feel like also I just thought of this is generally speaking specifically for actors. The Confederate general? Yes. Robert E. Lee. Robert E. Lee, yeah. (laughs) Jesus. No. Take him down, everyone. Take him down. Take down that statue. In general, um, actors specifically are tend to be like fairly outgoing, fairly, you know, um, uh, extroverted or whatever. And so that kind of lends itself to the service industry. Self-centered. It's a, it's a, yeah. Self-centered, <laughs> conceited, cocky, full of themselves, terrible people. You got to do that. Everything Insecure motherfucker. <laughs> that doesn't mean they're not conceited. No, of course not. But, but anyway, I'm just cocky. saying like, obviously it's, it's the service industry, restaurant industry. It's a, it's a people industry. It's yeah. a, whatever. Um, your job is speaking to people. Um, so I feel like that kind of lends itself a little bit together too, in terms of like a comfortability. Like if you're looking for a job, especially like take Cody, like coming out to a new, you came out to a new city, you're studying, uh, you know, you're studying at a, a really very well-known college. Um, and you're in Los Angeles, which is like the place that is known for what you want to do. It helps if you have a job that's kind of in your comfort zone. You know, it's like if every day you're going to work and you're stressed out cause you're like, uh, I don't know if I'm good at this or I'm not comfortable doing this job or whatever. That is just added stress to your fucking life. But if you're like, not that, well, no, you can. You can definitely like zone out. Even if you are serving, like you can get in your rhythm and you kind of do your autopilot and you get the job done. But if if part of that is you being really comfortable and doing what you're doing because you're chatting with people, I feel like that can only make things easier on your mental state or your stress levels or whatever. 
I will say that, uh, um, like telling jokes and stuff like at tables is something that I do, but there's nothing worse than when you bomb a joke at a table. And I have to imagine that being a host, that would be terrible because then they're just standing there. Standing right in front of you. Yeah. You're like, uh, Okay, yeah, but how do I get out of here? have to come back to the table throughout the Multiple rest of the times, night yeah. and ha- like have to address them and then try to like recover. And stuff. Try, like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's too late. Yeah, it, I've it's, I've definitely bombed some jokes at the host stand. Like I'll just like do like a quick little like it's not like where I'm like going into a full on joke, but I'll make like a joke with them and they'll be like, wait, what? Or like we didn't hear that. Or they'll just go, oh, sorry, two for for two. <laughs> and I'm like, that is it's a little cool. less committal. Yeah, cool. Um, but I was gonna say it's it's. You know, similar like what we talked about with with Gino when we had him on of that thing of like you, it's a performance really. Yeah. So if you already have that skill of being able to perform, you know, whatever that is, it translates well to serving, yeah. to to tape to performing in front of your guests and your customers and your bosses. <laughs> yeah, definitely your bosses. Yeah, it's like uh, acting has definitely lent me the ability to uh, what I call like the art of looking busy. So it's like I can act like as anytime a manager comes around, I can like turn on the old acting muscles and be like, oh, yeah, let me let me really crunch my eyebrow and stare at this computer screen. Like, what was their order <laughs> again? Hmm. And then when I leave, I'm like, OK, cool. Now I'm pulling out my phone. And I'm so your scores or whatever. Your I'm busy look is, oh, shit, I totally forgot what they ordered. Oh, yeah. fuck. Let me try and remember. Yeah. It's another like because. I don't know. Also, I feel like that pair with my personality, the manager's Makes not sense. gonna come up and go yeah. like, "Oh no, what's going on?" They're gonna be like, "I'm gonna let Patello figure it out. Something's <laughs> yeah. going on over there. I'm just gonna yeah. let it happen." So yeah, he's in know. his own world. Uh, That's but funny. Yeah. But Cody, so going back to uh, kind of your your grind, a lot again, a lot of us are kind of navigating whatever, doing the day job, but also, and we talked about this other times in the podcast. Like, this is not what we want to do. You know, like working in a restaurant's not what we want to do forever for the rest of our career. Um, what would you say is like general, cause again, like you studied at a very, very good school, um, student loan debt. We'll get into that later though. It's an expensive school, Oh yeah. <laughs> but, um, especially for out of state. I, just I was going to say, yeah, yeah, out of state tuition. But, yeah. um, what, what kind of general advice now that you're kind of on the other side of that, you've graduated, you've been working at the place where we're working now, you're starting to kind of move up a little bit. Like what general advice to someone say someone in your position, moving to a, moving to LA, and trying to do this and wants to work in the restaurant industry, what kind of advice would you kind of give them? Um, first, uh, don't go to school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, you're just going into debt. And especially at these schools I went to, they don't let you work right. while you're studying because they want you to keep paying. And then they don't really help you after that much because they want you to then pay come, them back. come back for the MFA program. Right. Oh. And so there's a little bit of an alumni network, but it's not too strong especially because a lot of kids because ucla is mostly a musical theater school right right, the right. acting track does not get too much attention that's very similar to cal state fullerton where i went they're much more known for the musical theater thing and so then everyone you went to school with is moving to new york right 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 and so then you're just kind of like well here i am out here not really able to sing or dance very well <laughs> and so it's just moving forward from there and then it's i just and i also feel like especially uh watching some of like of our other coworkers and the stuff they've been doing i feel like i'm like four years behind everyone hmm. from not actually working from just studying interesting even like that. people that are the same age as you or people that are older than you um typically people i mean we're more or less all around the same age generally yeah mm-hmm. but it's like I, other people just either moved out here or somewhere else and then they just started working 
at 18 and like trying to go on auditions. Yeah. How old are you, Cody? I am 24. Yeah, I'm 27. I totally get that. Where Sam's 42. Mm-hmm. If I'll go to uh, 16, uh, take a lot 16, of 12. Yeah. yeah, you're in the meeting. I'll uh, I'll go to UCB and I'll do my improv classes and I'm like, God damn it! Like, there's people that are done with this now, that are 22 because they came in, they oh, just I see, I see. they put down their 450 bucks a class or whatever fucking price it is and they're done in a year 19 years old they've done everything that i'm gonna complete when i'm 23 you know yeah but i mean but you can't really compare yourself to other people because we're yeah. all at different say, stages you can, you can yeah that it doesn't matter if you're, not, if you're not ready to go my yeah, yeah. My, my favorite thing to talk about is <laughs> favorite thing to talk about is myself we uh one of my favorite facts about an actor is uh the janitor from scrubs didn't get his first big role until scrubs for nine years, he did that show. Then he immediately went to the show The Middle and did another nine years. At 40 years old, he got scrubs. So at like 60, he's finally like, hey, I'm done. Are they well, still yeah. they, were, the they weren't even They're done now. They just did the last middle. Scrubs was on for nine years. And then The Middle was on for nine years. I'm so, I was surprised yeah. by that. Yeah. I watched a little bit of it. I mean, it. that's, that's kind of like the classic Morgan Freeman story. Like Morgan Freeman was like well into his 40s or 50s before he got like Shawshank or any of the, like yeah. the big movies that now he's more. And I will say, men men have Spider. a longer have a longer time. And then he cheated like on his we, wife. Morgan Freeman. Damn, did. son. So did everybody else. It's welcome to LA. <laughs> Grow up. Um, my, that those these are the stories, and this this these are the stories that uh, a lot of people really like. Um, is those those uh, uh, those like yeah, those grinds? Grind yeah, no problem. No. Well, worries. but yeah, but I think there's truth to that because like what I always say is like. Um, if I have a friend like who's our age, who's kind of like down and it's like, man, I don't know if I want to do this anymore or whatever. I just always ask him like, okay, well, how many actors do you know that are 22? Fucking shit ton in this city. How many actors do you know that are like 27? Still a pretty good amount, but not as much. How many actors do you know that are 35? That are still like grinding it like every year that pool yeah. gets smaller and smaller and smaller. So if I've, I've what I always say is like there's no fucking way that you're going to wake up at 50 years old and like, man, I've been taking classes. I've been auditioning like I'm always trying to find an agent. I'm trying to get new headshots like you're trying you're doing everything you can. You wake up at 50 and you're like, and I haven't booked shit like it's just not going to happen. I don't Go care how fucking untalented you are. You will book something commercial auditions for five years and then <laughs> tell me that. Because there will. are people. Fine, there are. There's a. There's. A, I think you are underestimating the amount of people. Just people in this town that want what we all want. I think. This, you're, I think you're underestimating what people will be satisfied with in terms of quality of work. If if you're not talented, like you're, you're, you're you got to know at some point you're not going to be fucking George. Clinton. I would say. Uh, I I think I a lot say, of people don't know that they are not talented. I would that say that those people, doesn't mean they won't book shit. Well, it doesn't yeah. mean they won't book shit. Have yeah. you have you been to the Ho- you've been to the Hollywood Fringe Festival? Yeah, there are I, some really great stuff out there, and there's some really not great stuff out there. But those people book those shows, and they got paid a little bit of money. So it's like, oh, not I'm not saying that you you won't be able to work for free or work for, uh, you know, cost. Oh uh, yeah, no, I'm not saying you. I'm not saying travel. that you can make a career out of it. I'm saying that you're not going to well, wake up after we're, grinding. But that's you, what we're talking about. Yeah, oh, I'm talking well, about making fucking, a career out of acting. Yeah, that's a whole different thing. But that's what you're talking about when it's like no one wants to be in the restaurant industry forever. It's theoretically the 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 sort of comma next part of that sentence is because I want to make a career out of acting. Sure. I would say my advice to inspiring aspiring actors working in the restaurant industry is to make your own shit, because even if you are going on commercial auditions for five years, 
and you're fucking bummed out by it. At least you have your own stuff that you're constantly doing and constantly getting better at. Yeah. And eventually someone's going to find it or something's going to happen. Broad City had like 5,000 views or something and Amy Poehler saw it. Yeah, no, my... Like, I, to, someone's going to look at to it. To piggyback on that, too, the way that the industry has gone is, like, it's much easier to walk into someone, you know, a producer, just someone that can make things happen and be like, here is this thing. This thing is already an extant thing, and I just need your money to help get it out there. Yeah. Or, like, you can buy into it, and then we can keep making it, rather than, like, I'm a great actor, and I have these this ideas for all do. these zany yeah. characters, yeah. and if you give me money, I can, like, make them. It's like, no, 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 I totally co-sign that. Yeah. It's like... Make your own stuff. It's like working but your it's way getting, up. It's the, a catch twenty two because like yes, it's you have more access at the same time, but there's also even more competition than there's any been. Oh yeah. Because anybody can get a GoPro and shoot yeah. three hundred YouTube videos in but three not, months. But, you but not everyone any, does it. And you yeah, and you don't gain anything there's by not but a, lot, a lot of people of course, are doing of course. It. I'd say there's a smaller pool. There's always I think of it's, good ones. I think of good ones, yes. Of, of course. Ones, yeah. Of course. But that's what I'm saying. Is it that's that's the catch twenty two of yeah. that Yes, there's more access, but also people that are looking at your stuff are going to be more critical because they've also seen a hundred other people who have done the work too. That, yeah. That's not, but really, they don't have the talent. That's not really a catch twenty two because you don't gain anything by not doing it. It's not like you like are setting yourself apart by like, oh, all these other people are making you know, little YouTube videos. Guess what? I'm not. I'm <laughs> no, special. no, no. I'm not saying <laughs> don't. I'm just saying the catch twenty two of the the access of technology. Yes, that it's made. That is, that's, yes. that's what I'm talking. That, about. that yeah, I, gotcha. I agree. No, I do. You have to do it. That's yeah. the. I mean, that's why we're here. We're doing it. We're going to do it and keep doing it and we'll get better at it. You, and maybe someday somebody will catch it and be like, oh my God, this is great. We want to give them a bunch of money. Or maybe they won't. And we're going to keep doing it either pitch. way. This Please, God, sponsor us. <laughs> you watch The Office. There's a uh, Chick-fil-A. Please sponsor us. Please, I take it back. Jesus is great. I hate gay people. Please sponsor us. <laughs> there's, an, uh, there's an episode of The Office where Jan Levinson, Levinson is trying to get Pam to be a part of this program. It's like the women's... Uh, meeting or something like that in like season two and she's like there's always a million reasons not to do something and so it's like that's why i was like i can't watch game of thrones because that's oh one of my God. reasons oh to not be God. making this shit all right we're getting off yeah, track yeah we were but very anyway back to anyway the well, what, what i was gonna say is that it's the same kind of thing with working your way up uh in the restaurant industry if you put in the work you put in the work ethic and you keep getting better someone's gonna notice it eventually and with the, I, I, I think I 100% you're, I think, agree with that. I don't no, know I think how you're you can disagree right. with that. I think you're right, and you're wrong in the same way. I think they, it is they, the industries are related, but I think just like in the entertainment industry, you can put in the hard work and you can be a great employee and give a great performance, and it all depends on who is your looking. relationships with is watching. If, if yeah, some because one person may interpret that and reward you and and promote that. One other person may go great and pat you on the back and keep moving. One person may see your work and decide to find and pick out a flaw like it's yeah so it's you go to a different subjective. restaurant he's not, no, saying, no, he's not sure. saying that if you he's not saying that if you grind and grind and grind at the same place eventually you'll be the fucking general manager it's like in the industry no. you're saying yeah. in the industry yes. yeah it, yeah because if you're fucking working your ass off for years and years and years and you're still not promoting you like get the fuck out of that restaurant dude yeah you can go and get the job you want at a different place or at least use that as leverage one of my roommates right now is a host at a fine dining restaurant and she's like, yeah, they keep telling me I'm going to be a cocktail server. And I keep saying that I'm getting all these interviews. And they're like, oh, yeah, like next week, next week, we're going to promote you. And she's like, I'm still not promoted. And I said, quit that shit and yeah, get out of there. She, the and can you pay rent this month? Can you like, pay rent? Are they real interviews or is it a bluff? Regardless. She's, uh, <laughs> that's, yeah, you'll never know. I actually don't know. I don't remember. 
I'm a bad I'm listener. Sure say they're real. Very talented. Yeah, we're gonna say they're real. For yeah, her, for her boss. Hey, she went to NYU. I'm sure they're real. Oh shit. Oh well, shit. Cody went to UCLA, so fuck that. Well, shit, bro. I went to San Diego State, mostly a business school. Either way, <laughs> just like in both industries, especially in LA, unfortunately, you are replaceable. And they and yes, yeah, if true. you can if you can play your leverage like that, great, and you should. But part of the reason why people are treated the way that they're treated in the service industry is because especially in LA, there's so many people that move here just want to be an actor. They, it's a great job while you're doing that. So the pool for people is, is almost endless. Yeah. That, so that's why turnaround is so high in a lot of places, especially when they have bad management is because instead of rectifying the problem, instead of treating people like they should, they're like, okay, we'll just find somebody easy else. Fix. Yeah. Easy we'll, fix. we'll find someone it's who also, we can manipulate, who right, we can't right. take advantage. Something we'll I've always heard uh, in the restaurant industry too is um, that you got to get in early. Like, so, like I remember this one server, I met him and he's like, yeah, I came in pretty late to the game. Like I'm 34, but like I started being in the restaurant industry like six years ago. And I was like, oh, okay. And I think about that and I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, like I remember we have servers that work with us that were 21. Um, and I was still a busser when I was 23. So definitely getting in early um, helps only, more with the service industry. Only in the sense of like experience is the best teacher. And because it's one of those jobs where like there's no clear expectation of what's going to happen. It's a gamble every time. The only way to know that you know how to deal with whatever situation is going to come up is, is, is time. With it. Yeah. yeah. Because it, you could experience everything within three weeks if you were extremely unlucky. But that's yeah. really very unlikely that that's going to happen. It's going to take time for you to have the great guest, the terrible guest, the guest that's dying, the guy that is throwing up at your table. How do you deal with that? Oh, wait, this kid, it's his birthday. Oh, wait, no, it's actually the other kid's birthday. You brought the wrong dessert. Like yeah. all these completely random nonsensical situations. And the only way to know to have some faith that this person you're hiring can deal with it is that, oh, they've been doing this for a few years. They, they or can. you look across the restaurant, you meet eyes with Cody, and you go, we need to fucking talk. Mm-hmm. That's how I like to handle it. So, no matter who he's looking gaze, at. Gaze into his soul. <laughs> yeah, I try and pierce through and see his soul. And then and he does. Um, <laughs> so, Cody, question for you. Come, being that you are from you are from out of state, you came here to school to pursue your career and stuff, and you know, you're working and you're doing that. Uh, how would you say, would you say that your expectations of LA and the life, the industry lifestyle and stuff like that were met? Would you say that uh, it was like a surprise to you? I'd say I pretty much knew what I was going into all, all growing up. My, my dad would make jokes about how I was going to be a waiter in LA just cause that's his sense of humor. Oh yeah. My dad, yeah, like we'd be, we'd be like, we'd be like out to dinner. (laughs) We'd be like out to dinner and he'd be like, Oh, better take notes. Uh, preparing for your future (laughs) right there. (laughs) My, uh, my dad would say, uh, he tells his friends now, yeah, my son moved to LA to be a full-time server. (laughs) And I go, Stop it, Dad. Well, my dad left when I was really young at this Christmas party. <laughs> I was going to say. So, uh, <laughs> a little sad boy? I yeah, I haven't talked to him in a little while. That's but, not true. But back to what you were saying. True, it's not true. <laughs> yeah, back to what I was saying. Um, basically, yeah, I, I'd i say my expectations were about met, That's what I'd say. Like, I knew more or less going into it, this is how it was going to be. What I didn't know is when you move into the service industry, they start you as a host. Oh, you, you didn't, didn't know, know that? that. Was I did not uh, know that. I, like everyone else, who I then laugh at when they turn in their applications at the host stand applying for bartender or server. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, yep, 
surprise, motherfucker, you're going to be a host. Because <laughs> that's how they got me. So you thought, you, you did you think that when you apply, you apply as a server and they, they hire you and then that you kind of start there? Or I really was that what your expectation was? No, because that leaned, I mean, at Chick-fil-A, it was just all front of house. Right. You could be working the cash register one day. You could be out on the floor doing all the table touch-ins, mm-hmm. doing refills and all that. Table touch-ins. You could be uh, sweeping and, like, bussing. You could be, like, doing, like, basically, like, the rolling silverware equivalent in the back. You like, could be praying to God. Like <laughs> out of here. Literally, We're hosting Chick-fil-A today. <laughs> I, was, I was in there one day, and they literally just had the Bible as, like, a book on tape going in the back, Dope. like, in the uh, kitchen. I know it I'm was honestly terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm, hate. <laughs> I, yeah, I do remember. Uh, I when my old roommate, <coughs> excuse me, my old roommate. Um, he talked about how in college he wished that they made more of an emphasis on, like, not necessarily like how to get a job or something, but just like if you are in school for acting, it would behoove you to get a job in the restaurant industry. Then start working. Then try to get server experience. Um, I'm like sorry, I just love school. that word, behoove. I know, oh, I was yeah, thinking sorry. about that word. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Sam, used I perfectly. get it. I just, I, I know. I get you don't it. get to hear English. it every day. You um, know, bigger words behoove. than me. You think you're yeah, smarter it than me. Behoove. Behoove. I get but yeah, it. no, it's definitely a good idea to get that experience because if you can hit the ground running, it'll just make those transition years when you're getting into the industry, yep. when you're learning the city, like all that stuff. I know I've talked on the podcast before, like when I was hosting, and it was after I had another job that paid me better. And I had to kind of start from square one because it was a counter service place. And that's, you know, you get hired as a host, like you're saying. Uh, those six months was like, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't, you know, like 90% of my rent, uh, paycheck went to rent. Right, you so didn't have any, any if you can get that, if you can get down. serious and not, you know, try to get sit like table service, Here's sit down do. restaurant experience as a server. If you can do that in college, even if it's at like a the little mom and pop shop that like, you know, four regulars going every day and you have no idea how it stays open. Speaking like, to the actors. Okay. You mm-hmm. just approach it like a role. You go method. You do some research. Yep. You watch waiting. Yeah. <laughs> you go to some restaurants. You yep. take some notes. Maybe yep. party down. You come in. Party you make a fake good. name. Boom. Make up some restaurants. You, you make up some restaurants. You make up some restaurants. You put down your brother as the supervisor. Yep. You put down your best friend as another supervisor. And you put down yourself Boom. as you the walk third in, one. Start making money. Dope. That's and you just idea. you just charm their pants off. But like, don't do that and then suck. And I have yeah, to like, don't pick do up that. Your fucking slack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then I'd be pissed. And then I'm gonna be like, Yo, can you fire this fucking guy? <laughs> Yo, obviously never worked if in a you want, before. <laughs> if you want, you can write in to 86 the No Filter Podcast, the No Filter Pod. Is that what, what it is? Are you talking about the email or something? Yeah, 86 No Filter Pod at Gmail. You write to or that. Instagram. I'll give you my number. You could put me down as your uh, your supervisor, oh, and I'll uh, I'll give you a good recommendation. That's Damn. hilarious. Actually, no. We used to have a server, and I know she told me that she lied on her resume about being a server and I've got hired straight about, as a server. Yeah, yeah. I've openly this one's talked been. about how I lied on my resume. I mean, I had some server experience, but I definitely I had, lied on my resume to get I had hired. retirement right. home. We can tell, we can tell you lied. Yeah, okay, you, bro. Like you're just spooning like jello. Can you tell when I'm standing no, by the bar like, pouring beers because I got promoted? It was full service. Like I'm, and when I say full service, I mean these old people wanted everything. Like they wanted every single thing. Are we back at the old home again. <laughs> yeah, he asked oh me. Oh my he god, asked not me again. I've never heard New this. bingo card. Mark right off if of it. Kyle um, mentions the senior living home that he used to work. But at. I did lie later because I was like, yeah, it wasn't a residential home at all. Like it was a real service place. Anyway. Anyway. And on that note, anyway, we're gonna move on. Uh, we've got some hot pockets, cold pockets this week. <clears throat> I have a hot pocket. Do you, Kyle? Yeah. Please um, share with us. Yeah. So this has never happened to me before, but uh, I was out. Direction? 
I got an erection, yeah. Congratulations. And it lasted for eight hours. At the restaurant? Did you call At the restaurant. Doctor? Nice. Uh, I don't have a doctor. I have a pediatrician. Oh my God. <laughs> He's 12. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> so I'm serving this like woman. It's her birthday and her daughter. And I'm... And you have an so erection like this whole time? No, 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 no. There's no daughter. erection. The, the, do- the woman's probably like 50. The daughter's probably like 25 or something. Okay. Um, nice. And uh, I'm just like going. being nice to him. Like the woman is like... I it's my birthday and I'm like hell yeah it's your birthday let's party like give her some of the of you our like some of the what the high percentage beer <laughs> oh um, okay our highest it's like 14 percent and uh, the daughter gets a drink whatever anyway I go back out there and the daughter's like are you single Whoa. this is the first time I had been asked if I was single since Being my girlfriend single, and I broke up yeah. <laughs> so I thought that she when she asked that I wasn't thinking she was trying to come on to me I was like oh this is like a friend like yeah I'm single like what's it to you and she was like i think you're really cute and i was like oh is the mom uh, sitting right next to her yeah and the mom goes i'm gonna go to the bathroom oh shit (laughs) yeah and i talked about this while you're gone yes and uh so she's like yeah i think you're really cute like do you live in the valley and i'm like fuck you're moving really quick right now i didn't even know that you were trying to hit on me when you asked if i was single (laughs) um actually like you're looking for a roommate yeah yeah exactly (laughs) she's trying to get that discount yeah and uh i told her yeah i was like yeah i'm single she's like do you think i'm cute Here's the thing. I didn't really think she was that cute. Oh, and she just straight up asked and put you on the spot? Yeah, she put me on the spot. And that's the thing when she said, are you single? I mean, she probably has to. I was like, yeah, I'm single because I wasn't thinking about it that way. Anyway, I, I so you lied to her. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I should have said. I said, yeah, I think you're really cute too. And then I was choking, so I was like, here, let me just give you my number. <laughs> I gave her my choking. No. Choking. What's wrong with you? Because I didn't know what to do. I was so just lost. Give her, in give this her Patello's number. I'll, no, I'll double seat you. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll grow up. We'll get married. We'll, we'll have here. three kids, and then I'll kill myself. Well, here's the thing for anyone listening. I feel like my advice in that moment, if you're in a very similar spot is don't give them your number. Yeah. Ask for their number and be like, I'm at work. So I got to run away from this conversation now, but I'll, I'll, I'll call you or I'll text you or something like that. Yeah. And then, then you you just ride out the next half hour that they're there and then you never call them. Yes. And see, that's the thing is that make me an asshole though. No, 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 no. That's the correct. I had to say that she was cute because I had already fallen in this trap. And I wanted to get a tip because it's slow season, and I was but only like, going to no, make four. But like, she wanted to get a tip okay, too. But how not cute are we talking? Um, I feel like by the way you're talking, she wasn't like not good looking. She, she wasn't, wasn't. You just weren't into it. I, I wasn't into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She wasn't terrible. She, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, like, I don't. I don't, don't want to be mean. My sister said she's going to call you later. I'm just trying to get. I'm just trying to get a clear picture uh, of what's going on here to know how I would have responded. I honestly suppressed her. Nate, was there? Is there? She any? was wearing a lot of makeup, and there's nothing wrong with that. But to me, she kind of looked like a, a cloud. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh, you Damn. know, I gotta drop you some gotta air drop horns some right, there. right there, bro. <laughs> so I want to know. I want to know, Nate. Is there any situation where someone asks you, "Do you think you're good looking?" Maybe you would, but you'd just be like, "No." Uh, I wouldn't just be like, no, but I would definitely try to do some verbal gymnastics to get around. Like if I, if I, if that situation happened to me and I didn't think the girl was cute, she's like, do you think I'm cute? I, eh. Here's the thing. That's a buck I'm wild a, thing. For that's ass. crazy. I'm yeah, that's pretty That's nuts. like a crazy thing to just yeah, put you on like, the spot. To be like, yes. I think what you're what cute. Do you live in there the is, valley? There is no what are they good gonna way do? out of Tell my cute. boss like, oh, I, he, I asked him if I was cute. He said no. Like. I want my meal yeah. for I'm free. I'm here to bring you food. Well, then like, they, they might not tip you. Like, I, you're talking about doing some verbal gymnastics. I, I hadn't stretched. I don't let me have, tell like, you what. Tables, let me tell you, you what, know? Kyle. If, it, if it's not a $250 check, 
I would rather Ain't worth it for seven not, bucks. Yeah, bro. I'd rather lose out on that ten Yo. bucks than give that girl my number. Yeah, yeah. I feel that. Anyway, she texted me like a <laughs> couple times. <laughs> a couple times. She Did you respond nudes. at all? Uh, no nudes. No, just um, to, okay. Now, no, no, no. no. And, Did and you respond? Yes, she was like, like this boy. No, 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 no. The, Lord, we're responding. Responding. Let me. 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 Finish. Um, Wrap she texts me, and we're like talking, like not even really talking. Like she just like no, texts you're me. Talking. No, no, no. She sends me a text and is like, "Hey, it's whatever and whatever, whatever. Uh, we should totally meet up and get brunch sometime this week." And I was like, "Oh, Come like I work, like I'm so busy this week." And then <laughs> hashtag slow an season. And I was like, "But maybe next week." And then she texts me no! next week. <laughs> what is wrong with you? That was your God. that was your chance that was to chance. say, that was "It was really nice to meet you." Or anyway, just duck out of this I'm, conversation. Anyway, yeah, or don't answer at all. Anyway, the next time she asshole. texted me, the next time she texted me, I said, uh, she asked if I want to go to brunch again. She loves brunch. Apparently, big, big, big brunch, brunch. fan. <laughs> and I just said, uh, I actually just went on a date with someone else, and like I think I'm going to go for it. No, guys. Oh my Jesus you, Christ. You literally could yeah, not have played you, this dude. anymore Yeah, wrong. but your advice is terrible, too. You just have to be like, hey, like kind of what Nate was trying to say, like, hey, it was really nice to meet you. Sorry, like I, I'm not interested, or like I, I didn't feel any sparks. Like just yeah. be honest. honest. Yeah. You're in a situation yeah. where you can like craft your response. She's not standing yeah. right there being like, "Hey, do you think I'm Dude, cute?" cute. Be, because ticking. you would want someone to do that to you. Yeah, you don't want ghost yeah. them and you, don't be like, "Oh golly gee, I'm just so busy right now." Everyone yeah. knows what that means. Just be like, "Hey, sorry, it was really good to meet you. I hope I wish you luck in your further life, but I don't. I was not. I did in not future endeavors. Anyway, you know, it would behoove you." I, I totally agree, and now I know that, so I'm glad. Thank you. you. Live and you live. But that was a hot pocket because my yeah. ego oh, was like, "Oh like we went shit!" Someone wants me. Is it hot or so after all that? Pocket, after but... all that, it's a hot pocket because Kyle had a girl think he was cute. That's yes. the moral shit. of that. No, that works, story. bro. Let's be real. That she that would him in her that hot pocket. Brighten my week. Well, yeah, dude. Right. I was like, "That's fucking sick." I had one Thank you very much. Mine kind of pales in comparison to your grand story. Oh my gosh! Last night I was just. Cody was there. We were. It was a relatively snow night. We didn't have too many people on, but when our rush came, it came. It everybody was there, and then I I got. I was in the back corner inside, had a bunch of tables. Some of which that were sitting like the entirety of my shift. Got a party of ten. Spilled water all over Uh, myself and a little bit on a table. Broke some glass. It was wonderful. And amidst all of this, earlier, uh, before I had gotten too busy, I'm trying to make some money. I'm trying to get some tables. I'm. I come outside. Cody's like, yo, man, you want a table outside? I'm like, sure. I'm not busy. I'll take a table outside. Mistake. That was a mistake. Oh, no. <laughs> this was one of the neediest tables I have ever had in crazy. my entire life. Now, I will say one thing. They were nice. He wasn't rude. He was just he was just expecting a different level of service than we would normally give there. But also, given that he was my only table outside and I had a whole back section and a party inside... He wasn't able to see that I was busy right. or anything. He just saw me not there. So mm. it was this weird interaction. Every time I went over there, they wanted to ask me a million questions. And they told me about how normally they go to the sushi place there because he knows the sous chef. And they get like personal service and stuff. But they weren't there today. So they decided to come up here. And they want to have a great time. And I'm like, okay, great. What, what would right. you like to eat? Yeah. I have to go back inside because I'm I have to get busy. six kids refills on Dr. Peppers because they keep sucking them down. Yeah. Uh, what do you want from me? But I will say, I think it ended up as a hot pocket because for the most part, most of my tables were good. The, my big table inside, they saw that I was flustered. They saw me spill water. They were like, hey, you're doing good. Don't worry, relax. 
Um, and even then with the table outside in the end, he tipped me really well. He said a lot of great things. It was that thing of where he was like, this was so wonderful. Everything was so great. And I was like, shit, he's going to be like two bucks or something. Yeah. On like a hundred. But no, they left, he tipped me 20%. He said bye to Cody. He said they had a great time. So my only regret is that I wish I, w- I, sh- I should have said to him, Hey, I'm really sorry. This is, you know, I would like to be here more and give you better service, but I'm like, this just didn't work out well because I'm, you know, inside. Maybe I should ask Carly to take them or something. I don't know. Um, but that's my, I'll get, I'm going to say that's a hot pocket. That's a hot pocket. It, it ended yeah. up turning out yeah. Yeah. pretty well. good. You were, you were flustered during it, but yeah, it's yeah. nice seeing that check at the end. And if you're I like, take oh, two days off and come back, I'm just like out of it. I'm guaranteed to make a few mistakes yeah. that day. I yeah. don't know what I feel it is. the same way. I mean, I work Monday night. I don't work again until Saturday night. And Jesus. Monday night I bartended. I'm serving Saturday. So I haven't served oh, in like yeah. almost a week and a Over half. A week, yeah. So Saturday night's going to be quite the adventure for me. I can't wait. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I'll see you there. Anybody else? I'll see you there. Closing yeah. yeah. right. Cold Good. pockets. Um, no, I think it's uh, time to go to the mailbox. Yeah, we do have some mail this week. Oh, I'll go Kyle. check it outside. Are you on a horse? Why do your footsteps make music? I'm frolicking over to the mailbox, bro. Okay, quickly. Just open the mailbox. All right, frolic faster. Oh, dude, there's some mail in here. Let me just close that mailbox. Okay, I'm just going to read You know the Foley's good when you have to explain what each of the sounds are. Let me just unwrap that real quick. I think it's unwrapped. Unwrapped. Okay, anyway. So we have a question. It did. Or I should say a concern, because that's the first line of this letter. So this is from M. Del Rey. She says, 86 No Filter Podcast. That's us. I have a concern. I served two gentlemen the other day, regulars that come in all the time. They were pleasant, but tipped 5%. Kind of rude if you ask me since they've come in several times before. I would never say anything to customers about bad tips because it's not worth getting fired over. Very true. Anyway, the following week, I saw this regular customer at a bar down the street from the restaurant that I work at. I was out with friends, and he saw me and recognized me as a server, so I said hi. We were chatting, and he mentioned, I'm a really good tipper, right? I distinctly remember him leaving a bad tip. So I said, no, actually not. And I told him why. In parentheses, he said, I had had a few drinks at this point, so I said it without thinking. He got offended and tried to hand me money, which I didn't take. He offered to buy me a shot, so I took a shot with him instead. So here's my concern. Since he is a regular, can he come back into the restaurant that I work and say something to a manager about what I said to him about his bad tipping? And furthermore, could I get reprimanded from that? We work in a service industry. I live off the tips I make. It may have been a bad judgment call to tell him the truth about his bad tipping, but in any case, I wasn't at work at the time. Thoughts? Help me out. I... Actually, think you handled it pretty well. I think that he—I I don't know if it was like he got upset or he got super embarrassed. Yeah, I hope if he has a sense a of shame things. that he got super embarrassed because he realized, you know, oh my god, maybe you know, uh, you know, either either it was like a joke that went horribly wrong. Like yeah. either he's like aware of that, he's like I'm a good tipper, even though. Or if he de- if he isn't aware of like what a standard you know yeah, like, I feel like what he, standard I feel like it's much more likely than I he think thinks yeah he's a good I mean like yeah well, you know just didn't for know. some more context too like I I had talked to this person a little bit about this mm-hmm. and she also mentioned to me that uh, he said that that last check that she was referencing her f- his friend had paid for they went together so like he oh. so like he was oh. thinking that they were leaving good tips and like the other friend because I've had that oh, experience before. When I was at my old place, I had a group of regulars that would come in every week after their softball game. It mm. was always a really nice check, but depending on who was, was paying, paying that week, that sometimes it was twenty percent, sometimes more. And then there was one couple that was always like twelve percent, like Dang. not even fifteen. Dang. And it's like you guys are here every week. And yeah. one time, 
I, this actually happened to me when I was there, but it was closer to when I was leaving and I wasn't working at the time. Um, but they asked me and I was like, well, to be honest, some of you guys tip great and some of you don't. Yeah. And, and it was, it didn't turn into a thing and I wouldn't recommend anybody doing that. <laughs> but <laughs> I think especially in this scenario, like if you're not at work, yeah. Yeah. you can't you're, you're out of your yeah. work yeah. I wouldn't be worried about them going to a manager asked. about a different yeah, exactly. time yeah. you it's didn't go up to him and was like, like hey I remember me. you you, you yeah, and your friend soon. tip shitty right. like no you didn't he harass legitimately him. like in, whether he was joking or not yeah. he asked the question yeah. and you cannot be I don't think you can't you ask the question you're only looking for a certain answer you shouldn't be yeah you shouldn't be held accountable for telling the truth what are they going to tell a manager like oh I left a tip really shitty I left a shitty tip I asked the server about it night at a different restaurant right yeah I asked the server about it and then they then they joked about it and told me I was a bad tipper that's his fault 100% I think in I think in terms of advice for for this person I definitely think I agree with Sam I think the that she handled it fairly well, especially I think that's a huge, great point that you made, Sam, about like he came up to her. So that's like my advice for her to anyone else out there listening. If you run into that and especially like, you know, throwing a couple back at a bar when you're not at work, like that always kind of can complicate things. I feel like as long as you're not opening that can of worms and initiating that topic of conversation or whatever, like I think you're totally in the clear. I don't, I don't see how he could come back and say anything to your manager. Or you get reprimanded from that at all. I mean, maybe your manager would come and go like, Hey, maybe next time, like just don't say anything. But even then, like you're not at work, live your fucking life. If you want to say something, you can say something like whatever. Um, so yeah, I think actually overall, his initiation is the well. big thing. Yeah, about yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I think so. Cool. Also for other people, if you have to, I don't know, like if you're a good tipper, you're probably not going to have an inclination to talk about it. So if you find yourself like running into a server or even like at the place, like say you've closed out already and you're still at your table and you have to go like, Hey, I'm a good tipper, right? That should be an indication to you that you're not a good tipper. Like I know I'm a good tipper. Like we've talked about He's like 20% is like our baseline. It. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I'm, I don't need to talk about, I don't need to ask my server, Hey, I'm a good tipper, right? Cause I know I'm a good tipper. So I feel like if you have that question in your mind, that's your brain trying to tell you something. You're probably not a very good tipper. So yeah. Anyway, cool. Thanks for I, writing. I in. think we agree. Thank you. No, yeah. Yeah, no reason for to worry. We, yeah, we appreciate the mail. Um, shout out, please. Anybody else with questions, concerns, similar things? Um, yeah, I, if you've I actually in thought trouble. that that was a really interesting. That's a layered story. Yeah, in. yeah, and it's it's yeah. I'm glad that we we got that. Uh, so really quick before we get out of here, we're just gonna touch on our cardinal sin of or the week. Milky of wisdom. Uh, <laughs> Cody, if you if it's anything. You know that you want to parting gifts you want to uh, give to the listeners anything that we talked about or you think that like we missed that we need to mention um, now is the time i don't know i don't know if we missed much just saying if you're hosting don't be afraid to say no like kyle mm. um, <laughs> please this is why like, i don't host feel, anymore but feel free to say no it's why you're there is really to tell people no because otherwise there's no point in you being there if you're just going to say yes it would just be a seat yourself kind of thing that's a good point and especially don't be afraid to like tell them they can't just sit at open tables if they see them there. Yeah. Like I know a lot of people will go into the bar area and then like they'll see a booth open like near the bar and they'll just kind of slide into it and hope no one will say anything. Right. Like either you or if you're not really comfortable, go grab a manager and have them let them know move. Yeah. that like they can't just sit there. There's a wait list. Even if there's not just, it's the principle of it. Tell them there is. I agree. I like that a lot. Put your foot down. Yeah. Posts. 
Uh, you have very limited people, power. But you have everyone it. else yelling at you. Yell at someone else for once. <laughs> yeah, they don't yell. I don't. I don't. Sternly, uh, stern voice. Yeah. Stern, yeah. Don't yell. Stern, but like, there's a way that you can be respectful and 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 also let firm. people know that like, yeah. it's not a discussion. This is the way that it is. Word. Yeah. I always like to use uh maybe some condescending nicknames every now and then. Uh, one, of our, one of our one of our managers actually called me out on it once. I was talking to like this like 55 year old man. And I like it was, and he was like asking about the weight, and I was like, "Yeah, so if you just hang on to this. We'll let you know when it's ready, bud." And but. she's like, "And she was like, that was a bold use of bud." There. Yeah, but it like kind of, you know, yeah, it's, it's a sport. subtle way to let him know edge, who's in man. charge. It's a dangerous game. Yeah, but also, I mean, not to get too deep into it, too. Just like we said before, it is a job, and sometimes it's not. Sometimes you just gotta give people what they want and let them get out of the way. Yeah, and like because at Fuck the end them. of the day, and it is service. And when it comes down to it, you will lose. You just give the customer yeah. what they want. Like if you, if you can try to be stern right. and they'll take it, sure. But if they, that guy's like up in your face, it's not worth it. Just yeah. be like, okay, let me get my manager. Manager will give them what they want. And they'll kiss their oh, ass. Definitely. And then you're done. And then yeah, fuck it. Yep, go get your check. Dope. All right. Uh, I think this was good. We got a lot yeah, of cool. uh, got a lot of good stuff in yep. there. Told some good stories. Yeah. Hopefully uh, the uh, sort of detours into L.A. acting world were appreciated and not. Sort of, yeah, I think, but I think you know, I think it's fine. I think you're, I think you're being an insecure actor, exactly. You're being an insecure actor. No, people are here for like that hot, hot restaurant goss and everything. Yeah, well, they're here for restaurant, then they probably are in the acting world. Yeah, or they got a fast forward button, you know. Yeah, exactly. Cool, cool, cool. They got cool, cool, cool. Tight, 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 tight. All right, uh, Cody, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. Cody, Cody, Cody. Is there anything you'd like to plug or share with the people? Uh, just my Twitter, at uh, Cody G. Harrison, as Matella said at the start, start of the show. Damn right, Cody G. Uh, Harrison. I don't tweet very often, but when I do, it's good. Uh, I can attest. I can attest. Dope. I like I've that. only seen one of your tweets so far. It was pretty good, but pretty I can't fun. I can't endorse you off one tweet. Right. So you need we'll, a see. we'll see. I can. Scroll I back. am so. following, though, so we'll see. There you go. I don't, I don't scroll back. <laughs> I only read only new tweets content. in the future. That's right. Uh, all right. Well, that's going to do it for us, guys. Uh, we want to, again, thank you to all of our listeners, all our contributors. Uh, if you want to support us, we do have a support link in our Instagram and also in our podcast bio. Uh, if you want to give us, you know, a dollar, 50 cents, a nickel, anything like that. Tip your podcast, guys. It means, your podcast. means a lot yeah. to yeah. us. Um, but also, we just appreciate you guys listening. Uh, I know I have a lot of fun doing this. It's very cathartic. <laughs> Get some of it out. Um, and I think these guys enjoy it, too. And we really like sharing that with you guys. So, again, uh, please hit that subscribe button. Give us five stars. Give us comments. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. Uh, and please send us in mail so we can answer more questions mm-hmm. and give you guys more ill-advised advice. Yes. Uh, and on that note, we're going to get out of here. Uh, my name is Nate Miller. You can find me everywhere at Dog Like Nate. Sam. Uh, my name is Sam Weiner. Uh, Instagram is Knight of Samlot, K N I G H T O F S A M E L O T. My name is Kyle Metz. You can find me at KMetz03. And I also have a YouTube called The Kill Standard. And this is Daniel Botello. You can find me on Instagram at Daniel underscore Botello or on SoundCloud at Daniel Botello Music. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We'll be back next week with a hot, fresh new topic and a hot, fresh new guest. Some of that hot, hot gas. Oh, my God. (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys.